It's yep. actually interesting if you look at the the word. I'm one of those nerds who likes to look at where words yeah, come yeah, from. And yeah, yeah, passion yeah. actually comes from a Latin word, which <clears throat> means to suffer. So it's this idea oh, yeah, that passion yeah. is not, not necessarily something that we enjoy. It's something that um, we care so much about that we are willing to suffer in order to achieve it. Welcome to Quarter Life Hack. A podcast created for millennials by millennials. We'll be discussing relatable topics to empower and hack your quarter life journey. So stay tuned while we share and you learn. Welcome back to another episode of Quarter Life Hack. This is Nicholas. And I am Nikki. Today, in this episode, we have a special guest. She's none other than Larissa. So let's welcome Larissa. Thank you for having us. Thank you for being here with us. Oh no, thank you for having me join. Yeah, I think we, we met Larissa back when we were in Hong Kong doing our internships. Yeah, a few years back, 2018, yeah. 2017. Yes. I think so. It was, yeah. it was 2017, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know we're here. I know, crazy. I know, crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. And Larissa, uh, you know, we, we want to come together to discuss... A topic, a topic yeah. that's very interesting and very relatable to all of us, mm-hmm. uh, and this is a topic of passion. Mm-hmm. So often or not, we hear the phrase "follow your passion," yeah. and for a lot of us, first thing that comes to mind after hearing this is, "What the hell is my passion? <laughs> Am I right? Like, <laughs> how does one find passion? <laughs> how does one find passion? What is my passion?" Because that is, that is such a valid question, especially to us, millennials facing quarter life. Yeah. And we're still discovering ourselves and what is passion definitely is a question that we are questioning ourselves. Mm-hmm. And the question that comes to us is, how are we going to follow it if we don't even know what it is about? Mm-hmm. So this podcast, we're going to be discussing about passion, about the misconception, uh, misconception of passion, mm-hmm. uh, how to create a life of passion okay. and all the things in between. So maybe we can start with like the preconception of passion, you know, how we think of passion at the first place and what do we think of that? You know, is it is it really yeah. a how do we evolve like the definition of passion? I'm pretty sure it, it's not an easy definition. Oh, exactly. Yeah, and it, it's something that we evolve throughout. Like last time, it used to be like, oh, I have a passion for cars. Oh, mm. I like to go on driving. I like to go on racing. Yada yada. And then after oh, years back, you come back to like reality and like your passion. You you hear things. You look differently, and then you kind of change your definition of passion now. Mm, exactly. So yeah, it's quite interesting. What, what do you guys think of passion? Like, you yeah, start was, with the <laughs> yeah, now these are just obviously my opinions. I'd love to hear what you guys think mm-hmm. and what you've heard. And for sure, um, yeah, yeah, talking about preconceptions, misconceptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all grow up with the phrase yeah, "follow your passion." A lot of people, you, I th- I'm sure you've read, you've heard. It's you know, find something you love, and you'll never work a day in your life. Mm, that's um, right. yeah. yeah, but I think yeah. for us, for us millennials, us young people entering the workforce, we're now brought up with this sort of advice of follow what you enjoy and realizing. Most of what we enjoy is you know, sports yeah. or art yeah. or race yeah. car driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, well, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't exactly do this for the rest of my life. Mm. Um, okay. But what, what really um, got to me was realizing a lot of people confuse passion with, with feelings. So if you enjoy mm. something, if, for example, you enjoy music, some yeah. people might say, I have a passion for music. But if you just play it every weekend, it's actually a hobby. 
and a lot of people may, may confuse passion with something they're good at. Maybe you're naturally, you know, smart mm. at maths. That's right. But would you say maths is your passion? So that's kind of some areas that I've begun to think, you know what, I might not necessarily enjoy a passion. I might not necessarily be good at a passion. But then what does that leave? Okay. Yeah, what are your thoughts? What have you guys have heard about in terms of what people say when you ask what is your passion? Yeah, it's interesting. I think for me, it's like when you think of passion, it's always about something that you like, something that you love Mm, to do, right? And I think that's the first thing that comes into mind. But also another thing is like, what's your goal for it? Like, you want to do this for the entire day or for the entire life and all that. Passion is something that kind of keeps you going. Mm. So it's like a goal that you want to go for it. Mm. So th- that's what I have in mind uh, at first place of what passion is. Okay. Mm. Yeah, you, you actually <laughs> raised a very interesting point because it, it suddenly hit me. Starting yeah. right off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It suddenly hit me as well. Like you know, it's you mentioned like sometimes uh, things that you're good at, mm. such as a um, math subject, which yeah, or cooking. <clears throat> even though you don't want to be a chef, you know, yeah, anything really. Yeah, it could be like you, yeah, you have a natural take to that, but like, mm. is this is it really something that you, you you like or is it something that you actually want to do for the rest of your life uh, for me my conception of passion is something that is where you ask yourself what would you actually like to do for free mm. I don't know uh, for me it's like if, if, if there's something that you you're good at and something that you actually would be doing that for free that is like probably 80% mm. <laughs> potentially your mm. passion I don't know that's just my conception of it. Um, yeah, I think in a lot of ca- cases, passion actually comes, you know, yeah. from from the inside. You're intrinsically motivated, so you'd you'd actually you know do something even if, yeah, you weren't paid, even if you didn't absolutely have to. It's yep. actually interesting if you look at the the word. I'm one of those nerds who likes to look at where words yeah, come yeah, from. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Passion actually comes from a Latin word which means to suffer. So it's this idea oh, that yeah, passion yeah. is not not necessarily something that we enjoy. It's something that. Um, we care so much about that we are willing to suffer in order to achieve it. So oh. someone could actually say they're passionate about a relationship because they're willing to endure a lot of um, a lot of pain, a lot of heartache, a lot of you know, hard times in order uh-huh. to make it work. Yeah, yeah. So it actually changes. You can be passionate about, um, uh, for example, for me, you know, saving the environment, but yeah, it doesn't yeah. mean every single day you're you know hugging okay. koalas. It's actually a lot more hard work. Okay. So that's actually okay. the idea of passion, something that you are willing to suffer for because you care so much right. about it. Yeah, Ooh, that really something. resonates with you. So, <clears throat> oh, that's very interesting. I, yeah. I, how I see it is, it's like a mix of both. It, I mean, it must also be something that you love to a point exactly, that you that really want willing, to achieve it. That you're willing mm-hmm. to work hard and suffer for it. Yeah, but also brings in that suffering in there that you, for you to achieve it, I mean, of course, it's not going to be like all pleasure or happiness and all that. There's going to be some suffering there mm-hmm. where you need to do some hard work. If you like, really want to be uh, a car driver, I don't know why I use car, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be car, a car driver, there's a lot of things that comes into mind. Like you need to be physically to be able to uh, drive the cars and all those stuff. I mean, there's a lot of things that you need to do for preparation and it might not be something that you say as pleasurable. Exactly. In the in the actual sense. preparation might be yeah. like, home-breaking. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Professional tennis players, you could say, are maybe passionate about their sport mm. because they work so hard to be so good. Mm. Whereas us just playing on the weekend is a hobby. We're not willing to break bones and practice every morning. So that's kind of where I see the difference is. Okay. So if, if you to put the example of like soccer, right? Um, and also the definition of passion being suffering, that means that you actually are loving the outcome of it. For example, being a soccer player, mm. but 
on the process of becoming a soccer player, you will probably face a bit of suffering. You know, you have to do mm. a lot of running and all yeah. that. But you potentially might not be feeling good at that process, isn't it? Because as as what passion comes about is suffering. And not a lot of people are... A bit brutal, but yeah. Like, <laughs> like passion, we don't have to like yeah. starve and then work out every day, but there's some sort of effort that goes into to achieving what you're going for. Yeah. Right. So we are looking at something that we would like to achieve and that we would actually sacrifice or suffer for that particular outcome. Is that... Yeah, like for example, if, if you really love... Um, you're developing really beautiful websites. You can look at some of the best coders out there. They didn't just wake up and just knew how to code. A lot of them spent yeah. hours on yes. the weekends, yes. and, like nutting out things, yeah. trying to figure out, like, trying to like fix up bugs mm-hmm. and things like that. That's you know something might find enjoyable, mm. but a lot of that work is actually you know, mm. hard. And you're giving up a lot of things to be able to develop mm. that skill. But when you develop that skill, you gain so much from it. So mm. yeah, examples like that. Yeah. But and, and and it's true, and I think I find it interesting is that um, what people always think about passion is like, oh, I need to do something that you like, and every mm. time, and sometimes when you pursue that, and then you come across some obstacles that you don't like, mm. and then you just like, and oh, that's when you know it's not a passion. That's not it's your a passion. Hobby. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hobby. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. And how do you determine that is a passion? Is that when you are willing to overcome those obstacles? Exactly. Yeah. Right. You explained right. it better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the idea. Like, what are you willing to overcome yeah. for? Yeah. Yeah. And I think this also raised to the second point, which is like um, the suffering, right? To, to, to gain to that point, there must be also some sort of like a, a balance there to, like mm, to overcome exactly. passion, to, to kind of balance out the suffering and the love. I mean, it's not going to be like 100% suffering yeah, exactly. when going to what you love, because I think that's just going to be uh, sad, I guess. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's going to be components of, there's going to be obstacles, but you're also going to enjoy mm, the Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Alright, nice. So, what do you think how we can actually achieve those passion? Like, after... Yeah. That's, that's the thing. It's I don't think it's an end goal. There's a the really good book which I, I recommend to you guys, yep. which I highly recommend anyone read. It's a quick mm. read. It's called The Delusion of Passion. So, why millennials struggle to find success. Yeah. And I'm going to kind of steal a few ideas, which is okay because I've said I'm stealing some of the ideas. Oh, that's fine. Um, <laughs> the, the authors, there's two authors, they co-author, and they're also millennials. And they said a lot of us um, we what we get confused is we think the passion comes first and then the engagement, then the commitment, then the achievement. But these authors actually say, well, no, it's actually the other way around. The engagement comes first, the, the commitment, the achievement, and then the passion. The passion comes at the very end. Oh, okay. But a lot of people, because they don't enjoy something, they don't even get engaged and then they wonder why they can't find a passion. Mm. So I actually think that's that's a really big component. You don't... You don't um, find a passion, which mm. is very passive. Right. You create the passion, which really puts you in the driver's seat of, of what is actually meaningful to you. Right. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So can you maybe elaborate yeah. on, that, on that steps again? Like, oh, what was the first yeah. steps? Oh. Engagement, is it? Yeah. Engagement? So what the, what the authors actually suggest is the first stage is engagement. You're actually yeah. okay. putting in effort and trying something out. Maybe opening up, opening up your computer and maybe beginning to write a few lines of code. Right. And it's commitment. You know, every day yes. you know, you're trying some exercises, you're giving a shot, mm-hmm. a few things are working, some things aren't. Uh-huh. And then eventually okay. you, you achieve, you build a beautiful website and then you've developed a skill. And then you, and then at the end, the passion can mm-hmm. come of, you know, now I love creating websites. I love communicating ideas to people through a digital medium. I love whatever, whatever. Right. But that wouldn't have happened if you hadn't picked up the laptop and given mm. given the you basic mean, you try. shot. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So in some ways it's like a trial and error. Would almost, you say that? Yeah, almost. You try something yeah. and then you 
you see whether you like it, whether you are willing to suffer for it. And because in the process of like getting that, while well, mm. in, the, in the process of trying, you probably see whether you are actually willing to go through mm. yeah, the suffering. Exactly. And then that is potentially is a passion or not a passion okay. like it feels like a process of elimination almost right? is it is about like, tr- try, trying to, to to learn about what's out there and gaining experiences which you know you can't just do by yourself you need to you know meet people you need to you know read things you need to listen to things okay so yeah, yeah. so how do you think that people should start actually Okay, well, the... this book, I'm actually going to steal a little bit more from this book. I am going to elaborate because, sure, sure. because it's not just fun if I just say the book because you can just read the book yourself. <laughs> um, creating a life of passion. So the authors actually suggest and um, cha- adjusting here is, you know, first actually find out what it is you want to accomplish. So you mm. start with the end goal. You know, I want to be a great programmer. I want to be a great mm. for websites. I want to know change the way yeah. people manage their money or finances or whatever and then refuse Re- start refusing so this is one step resolve and refuse think what exactly am i willing to to you know give up to achieve this mm. because for some people it might mean every night they're not out having dinner with friends maybe a couple of nights mm. they have to stay in and work on their skill so the first is actually knowing what you want and what you're willing to give up and doesn't have to be food okay. or anything yeah, brutal, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's okay. like, well, what are small sacrifices I can make to actually mm. make this work? Um, you know, the second step is really then how do you actually make this a commitment? Mm. Is it something you do daily? Mm. Is it something you're held accountable for? Mm-hmm. Is it something you're you know ticking off on your calendar every every couple of days? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I think the yeah. first one where finding what you really want, I think that's yeah, also that's like, actually the hardest part. That's, that should be like a 10, yeah. 10 sub steps. Like everyone was like, "Well, tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> tell me what is it? How, how how do you actually find what you love? I mean, it's not so easy actually. Oh, I probably should have like stopped at the first one and been like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." Let's dive deep into the first yeah, one okay. first. Yeah. And um, yeah, what do you think about like how do people actually start like finding their passion? I mean, it's something that you love. Yes, it is an, some sort of like a emotion. Mm. But I think there's something deeper than that. Something way yeah, harder. Yeah, no, I that. definitely agree. Yep. Yeah, how, yeah. How, how, how do you guys usually like? Yes, I find please find, help. <laughs> find find passion. Like, uh, is it just like what you love? It's definitely not just what you love. How do you create the passion? Mm. Finding you, is passive. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because uh, when you guys are mentioning about it, and I was just like reflecting on like, you know, what have been the things that I have tried, and I actually. F- found something interesting that I mm. didn't thought that I was actually passionate about yeah. but yet I actually found really huge interest and like I would actually commit a lot of time in it mm. and one of the examples is actually while making this podcast I had to create an art for the podcast mm. so I had to create the logos and I create uh, you know a few marketing materials you know designing here and there mm. and that's something that I realized I didn't know that I was actually passionate in designing until I actually had to design something and mm. I realized that you know what I'm actually a very visual person okay. I like things the way they are and and like I like to actually do things on my own but I don't have the technical skills to do it so I don't yes. have I don't yes. have my photoshop you know and all that yeah. so yeah it used to be a hindrance to me it used to be like nah I can't do I can't do visual editing because I don't know how to do photoshop yeah. right but I use, I use I use another tool which is called Canva a perfect oh, software yes, tool yes. Um, for beginners for beginners yes. yeah for, definitely for not this. affiliated with them but yes, yes. <laughs> if, if Canva would like to sponsor, sponsor. this yeah, podcast, exactly uh, we would love to do yeah. that yeah. Yeah. whoever that's working at, at Canva <laughs> but really like <clears throat> because it really makes like photo editing so much easier mm. 
and I was able to just try it out. Yeah. And I realized that I was actually like I, I'm not sure whether it's my passion per se, but like I really am passionate about it. I think like when we had we had a concept of things that we just discussed about with Nicholas, I'll just go to my room and I'll just do it right away and I'll just show him the next day. Like I'll I'll sacrifice my sleep. For oh wow. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> even at the airport, I think when we were going to like uh, Hong Kong the other time, I think we we're like, oh, he was like thinking about something, and then he was like, oh wait, let me take out my laptop. We're like, wait, 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 we are boarding soon. Yeah, <laughs> we are like, yeah, we are at the gate, and we are like, like, I have to do this. Right, okay, I need to put my ideas in first before we board this plane. I'm like, dude, we're not gonna miss this flight because of uh, this. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm leaving you behind. <laughs> it's a sacrifice, yeah. you see. Yeah. It's yeah. the hurdle that you go through for passion, right? Exactly. <laughs> That's nice. Which is why yeah, when when you mention it's something that you kind of stumble upon as well when you try it out because it's something that I just like in in some way stumble upon, and then I just realized that I had something for it, and, mm. and, and that's why I, I I really thought that it was a bit of trial and error. Yeah, in really some sense. The comp- the, what you want to accomplish, the first step is not this is what I want. It's you know this is what I'm going to work towards, and mm-hmm. we see, we see how it goes, yeah. where I de- how I develop. That's yeah, right. So that's it's right. like this is it. It's a loop. It, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it keeps going back, and you keep getting feedback along the way. For sure. For that's sure. right. Yeah. That's right. For sure. Do you personally have like a you know? Yes, yeah, so that's a, a two-hour conversation <laughs> all the time. Um, yeah, so it, it's hard for me to say this is how you find your passion because I can only mm-hmm. talk about my own story. Yes. Um, for me, since even high school, I was always really passionate about the environment mm-hmm. because one of my biggest values is equality you know every, everyone is equal no matter where they are where mm-hmm. they live um age gender whatever mm-hmm. and i actually realized that um climate change and you know what's happening here you can see now in australia Ooh, yes. it actually impacts mm-hmm. the people who contribute least actually suffer the most mm-hmm. so if you look at people in the you know, poorest countries in the world they're That's the ones right. suffering from you know food yeah. or water shortages they're the ones who you know have less you know funds yeah. available if, you know they did have you know, bushfires or yeah. these sorts of extreme you know, weather patterns, they're less able to actually, um, you know, provide for themselves mm. versus, you know, us living in very wealthy countries. Mm. Um, it's just a matter of, it really is just a matter of, you know, adjusting some funds, which mm-hmm. even we're not doing very well as a country. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah so that, 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 was always, that was always my passion. I always knew I wanted to, mm. to work in that space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just a matter of, working backwards what skills do I need to develop what knowledge do I need to gain mm-hmm, mm-hmm, what people right. do I need to, to meet to actually learn okay see, so see. yeah I've always known for quite a while <laughs> and, like when I see and I love I love your passion like to, uh, to, for the for the environment and all that um, how, how do you actually come about into like knowing that like how yeah. was the process in there like, um, I guess it started um, from in school I always loved the subjects geography and economics I just mm-hmm. I, I saw them as the same um, two sides of the same coin but it's yeah. interesting in school they're taught completely separately they're like two separate subjects yeah. we talk about economics and the environment is just the place where we get resources <laughs> yes and yeah. then geography is like oh we've got to look after these resources but let's not even think about you know the, the economy and yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the businesses <laughs> that use these resources let's just worry about the resources yes. Pretty sure these two should be talking. I think yeah. there's a bit of a relationship between them. Okay. Um, so I always enjoyed those subjects. I, I had good teachers, which you know really fed me with lots of knowledge and inspiration. Uh-huh. Um, then in year ten, I watched The Inconvenient Truth in a science class. Okay. Um, that's yeah. the one where Al Gore basically is like, "We're all screwed." And, you know, melting polar <laughs> ice caps, yes. drowning polar bears. That kind of. Okay. It's very extremist. Yeah. Okay. But I think sometimes we do need a little bit of alarm to get people moving definitely and yeah. I was like wow this is what I want to dedicate my life to because people are actually suffering and actually will continue to suffer 
I see, I see. Yeah. And when I hear you guys do talk, I think like there's also like like one essential thing that uh, you guys have, which is like the awareness of like what you guys like and what you guys love about it. Like without the awareness of like you actually liking to do your editing and all that stuff, how will you know that that's your passion too, right? Mm. And you also having the the awareness that oh you like um, ge- geography and economics and also going to like that documentary and all that. Mm. I think to gain that awareness that hey, I think this is something that I truly like to dedicate myself into, and I think that's something that um, everyone like who, the audiences who is listening to this can start like finding to like right. looking inside yeah, them areas that they're like, already interested in or things mm, that yeah. keep them up at night yeah, when they yeah. when they're doing it that's exactly. a starting spot yeah. yeah just trying to be aware of that like trying to oh I actually like to do that when I do that like time flies past so fast exactly yeah you <laughs> like, get into that state and you don't even realize yeah. yeah yeah and when you start realizing that I'm like oh maybe that's something that I actually like and mm. somehow it will lead, might not be your passion straight away but somehow it will might lead to your passion afterwards yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty interesting that's pretty interesting yeah, yeah. Um, I think just sharing a bit more about what my passion is I think uh, what I like to do is always like to share 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 my side of like uh, thoughts and share side of my wisdom and that's also like kind of the, the reason why I also like to start this podcast mm-hmm. um, like I don't know if you if some of my friends can can say it, even my girlfriend can say that I like to lecture a lot. <laughs> yes. um, can yeah, for that. Like when when some when 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 someone was just like pouring their hearts out, and I'm like, you shouldn't be like that. Pause. <laughs> like, Hold on. You shouldn't be like that. You should be like this, this, this. And I realized that that is somehow kind of maybe not my passion, but somehow aligned to my passion. Like I like to share stuff with other people about what my thoughts are because I think that sharing that, that there's no limit to sharing I mean oh, I didn't lose anything to that actually I gained more by sharing mm-hmm. I gained more information and I gained the fulfillment by sharing so um, I, I'm still in a search for passion to be honest I think we all mm-hmm. still are mm-hmm. and um, but I think it's good that we are all are like aware of all this like um, yeah it's just piecing things. it together like there's a sharing component maybe you can yeah. end up combining that sharing with something else mm-hmm. and then that ends up fusing to, to be something that you end up wanting mm-hmm. to spend a lot of time you yeah. know devoted to so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. not just one thing it's yeah. you know combining different areas and you know, things you enjoy or things yeah. you value yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right that's right yeah and I also actually when I was like um, researching about what like passion and all things about I actually uh, I actually have you, I don't know whether you guys heard about this concept the Japanese concept called Ikigai oh yeah there's a, there's a, that's a book right yeah yeah there's a yeah, book called yeah. Ikigai I love it they had the Venn diagrams yes so there's what you enjoy what you, yeah, what you can yeah, 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 what yeah. you love yeah yeah I and love that and it's interesting because I think the Ikigai kind of um, also explains a bit more about what passion is yeah, I really like that actually. Yeah, mm, I don't yeah. remember the exact circles. Yep. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I remember it being very profound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I have conveniently forgotten it. <laughs> it. There was like I think four, four, four yeah, circles four to circles. it. Um, and what how they define passion is like what you love, and what you do well in, mm-hmm. and that's what passion is about. And I think it kind of helps to explain a bit. Um, like sometimes what you do uh, what you really like might not be something that you really do well mm-hmm. but if that aligns together that could have sometimes be your passion yeah or you develop skills and you put in effort to actually yeah. become good at it <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and that's actually quite interesting because they in Ikigai they don't really talk about like passion as your ultimate 
mm. right? Passion. I mean, there's four circles, and this is just like the coincide with just two circles. Yeah. There's other two circles. I think it was like what you get paid for and what the world needs. Yes. 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 How you, you reminded me. What yes. the world needs. And yeah. when all of that comes together, you're killing it. You're killing it in life. <laughs> oh wow! Yes, and that's the one. That is the that is the destination. I'm kidding. That is, that is <laughs> the golden <laughs> golden exactly. intersection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the golden. Yeah, exactly. That's the intersection to it. And exactly. like, it, do you think that we should actually go for passion? Or should we actually go for that ikigai? But yeah, in... it's whether it's idea of whether you go for you know what does the world need and what can I get paid for then the passion part. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Or do you do the passion part first and then being like, well, what is actually required out there? How can I contribute the, these skills? Or yeah. Whatever? Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I think all the four circles kind of like it does make sense that there's something. I mean, something that you're paid for. Mm. It's something that makes it more sustainable for your passion. Um, and also what the world needs and if you really want to go deeper I mean ultimately what we want is to contribute like what you want is exactly. to contribute back to, to the world to the environment and all that and mm. how if that all comes about and probably that is something even bigger than passion which is yeah. ikigai I mean that's how they describe it or it could be what the defini- your definition of what passion is also mm. I mean it's just definition mm. anyway but, but it, I was just trying to think like in theory that looks really perfect right I don't know way but, too perfect <laughs> it's symmetrical and everything yeah, yeah. that looks like wow okay I need to find that golden intersection but like in reality the even the circle itself it's quite blurry isn't it what oh exactly right yeah. like it's quite blurry I don't even know like the first circle I don't even know like how to how to even yeah, find out start. what the other circ- yeah. circles are yeah what even the world needs I mean that's that's a huge question isn't it mm. Mm-hmm. Right, whether the world needs it, whether it's also even something that I want or something that For I sure. can monetize. Mm-hmm. So, like, how do we actually tackle these blurry circles? Yeah, well, I think a big <laughs> one is actually, and this is one of the suggestions: is you know, surrounding yourself with people with um, people that that inspire you and people who lift okay. you up, mm-hmm. because it's actually a way of learning and, and right. getting ideas. I yeah. find I'm just mm-hmm. talking to people; I can just learn. Some, um, like incredible things just by you know chatting with them while we'll pass on the street or yeah, something yeah, if yeah. I see a friend or something like that so I think surrounding mm-hmm. yourself is so important because they become your benchmark mm, right. and then you know you start bringing ideas and collaborating and that's when mm. you know the real magic happens when you start really broadening you know, yourself mm. to what's out there yeah yeah, I think a lot of people see this idea of this you know, passionate genius alone in a uh-huh. dark room by themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not how it happens for most people. Most people, they're in teams or they have people around them yeah. who are supporting or yes. mentoring or you know, helping them out. So I think that's actually a big part of you know, finding wow. what it is because yes. yeah. you can try and figure out yourself. I think it's easy to take a shortcut and you know, <laughs> learn, learn from people around you and you know, get ideas. Yeah. Wow. That could even yeah. be a misconception. A lot of people think that passion is just It's a solo self. journey. Yeah. It's a solo yeah. journey. It's like I got to find my destiny in life. You exactly. know, It's my personal journey. But like, that's what you said. It is the environment and the people yeah, around you that value matter to so people. much. Mm-hmm. Like, they say, you know, most... Um, what brings happiness in life is actually you know, depth of relationships yes. and adding value to people. That's, right. that's a big part of passion, I believe, that you're mm. actually contributing to others and you're a you know, positive force. Um, that obviously comes later when, you're, when you've got mm. you've got some something to focus on. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to contribute to people if, if you're not you know engaged and interacting and yeah. aware mm. of what people actually need. So that potentially yeah. might tackle one of the circles, right? Which is like what you potentially like. Yeah. Is that right? That's it one of the be. circles? Yeah. yeah. And there's another, another and circle. And what you're good at. What you're good, good at. Yeah, and okay. what people need. What people need. 
Yeah, and then what you get paid for. Yeah, what you get paid for. We need both them too. Yes. Because you need to be around people to know what people need, right? What the world yeah. needs. Or so be inspired or learn or things yeah. like that. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or maybe how, yeah, how about the last question? How do you know it's something that people will pay for? Uh, well, there's only be... one way to find out. <laughs> do it. <laughs> do exactly, it and see whether yeah. it's commercialized. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think, I think you raise a very, very important point, which is like, um, no one who's successful is ever like successful or like who, whoever reached their passion are able to be to be there by themselves exactly like, without always, anyone's help they're always being pulled up by others or you know, lifted by others yeah yeah, yeah yeah and at the same time I mean you also give to others and that kind of helps with your passion again if you mm. see what I mean it's like it's right. like an endless cycle people help you in that and at the same time you help you, you help others and that kind of help you in that in that sense mm. actually yeah that is true I mean like you can tell when you're actually surrounded by passionate people. You know, you actually feel very motivated around them. Oh, like, energy, yeah. Yeah, you feel the energy is really different, isn't it? Oh, exactly. Have a higher purpose in life really like it makes you uh, want to pursue that. You know, even together helping him find it, and then somehow okay. also finding your purpose. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's. I think something we <clears throat> we don't pay enough attention to surrounding ourselves with people. Who, yes. Now on a similar wavelength, or also you know passionate or ambitious uh-huh. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. even finding the uh, the circle of people, I think a lot of us we already like have this comfort circle as well, right? Exactly. Our friends from the past, or yes. People mm-hmm. from our classes. Yes. Yeah, I know yes. what you so, mean. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> these people, yeah, might not be the best environment. I would say, mm-hmm. like you know, it's lucky that some people are already yeah. in that environment. But I would say that there are some that might not be, you know, having that environment to actually help you find that passion or mm-hmm. are passionate enough to do, also do that. Yeah. But like, how, how would you actually uh, encourage people to maybe even step out of their comfort circle to actually find friends or people to, to be surrounded with that can actually mm. find your passion? I don't know, like find that passion yeah. motivation or something. Interesting. I don't know. Because yeah, that's something that's a bit of a struggle, like, I don't know. Like oh, for me as well, like how would I, you know, get out and like find someone, some, yeah, someone in a group and like, <laughs> like, I'm not a, yeah, rocket ship, yeah, right? Yeah, I just yeah, go yeah, out yeah, and yeah. jo- I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? What do you guys think? I, yeah, I mean like going to uncomfortable moments, that in itself is already like so demotivating for anyone else, right? But I think what a lot of people who actually step out of their comfort zone is because they realize they, they, they know the value of that. Of going mm. on to to these uncomfortable moments by nature you will not, but by yes. logic you are able to like I need to do that I need to go to like a social networking event or mm. other networking events so that I can meet people so that I can meet yeah. mentors and all that. Yeah, it is an uncomfortable feeling. You can say that it is some sort of a suffering there. Well, you know that there is We're some all introverts here. Yeah. <laughs> Disclaimer. I'm sure. I'm sure most of them. Most of them who went there, they 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 are a bit. Uh, yeah, there's natural, you know, natural resistance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a yeah. nature and all that. So you need to find the value, I guess, to like when I I'm going there for certain reason. Yeah, and that reason gonna bring me to a different places to to hire to find my passion to to reach my passion and all that. Stuff. Yes, but don't you think it's a bit hard to actually find that when you what you said is very true, right? Yeah. You need to find. Uh, a bit of that motivation to actually yeah. get out of your comfort zone but exactly. how do you find the motivation when the passion itself is already blurry at the first place you're like I don't even know what I want to find right and yet I'm already in my comfort zone um, technically you know in your comfort zone you really 
don't really have much motivation to find something else when you already have everything provided for you. Yeah. How do you actually like, nope, I want, I want to do something. I want to do, I want to get that. Even though I do not know what it is, it's still uncertain, but I want to find it. And so I had to get out of my comfort zone yeah. and, you know, pursue that no matter what it is. X, Y, Z. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my take. Cause like, I'm, I'm yeah. all, I'm for in that sure, situation sure. where like, I don't know what passion I want to do. Like, even with my graphic design, I don't even yeah. know what I can do with that. I'm pretty sure there's better people out there. But, like, how can I equip myself uh, with people around that is passionate? Even though I'm really in my comfort position. I really, like, you know, can, I can get a good steady job, you know, with what I have. Be it something that I'm passionate or not. But pretty okay, yeah? So, it can give me a living. Yeah. <clears throat> I think the big, big part of that is actually putting yourself in places where the people you want to meet would be. Yeah. Uh, for example, for me in environment, I remember last year I was just like, you know, the university sends emails and with Google, like there's literally no excuse not to be able to find things that's yeah. happening around. Yeah. And yeah. I saw they advertised a, a summer program at Oxford and it was literally called Enterprise in the Environment. We're looking wow. at the business uh-huh. um, interaction with the environment. I'm like, this is exactly what I've been looking for. Uh-huh. I went, I met people from all over the world who absolutely, you know, absolutely passionate focused on you know actually um dedicating their lives to improving the environment improving what's mm. happening in their country mm-hmm. and i wouldn't have found that program if i hadn't started looking first so mm. i knew i wanted right. to meet more people who are into the environment because mm-hmm. believe it or not it's not as many as we'd like to, <laughs> as we need yeah. um and then just has the bushfire yeah exactly <laughs> yeah uh, and then actually looking for example yeah. if you're into graphic design Maybe there's events you can go to or, mm. you know, things that are being held around in Sydney. I don't know if the university has any right. societies and actually mm. going there and then meeting people and asking them if there's anyone they recommend you meet based on your interests. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. that's where it begins. It begins with you look, looking first. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 yeah I think that, that first step, like to actually like, you know, Be like, this get out there, for, and then go. let's yeah. go and find out, <laughs> you know, let's go and find out, even trying it out, you know, like your yeah. first point to even try out and do a bit of trial and error and then we'll exactly. see how it goes afterwards. I even just go to, go to talks about you know, things that I'm interested in and I always meet interesting right. interesting people. I recently got into you know, try, trying to understand investing more so I went to a talk by like a relatively, I think it's called share site, they track shares and stuff and they, they hold a, yes. another talk about mm. you know, shares and ETFs and stuff. I met some interesting, um, I just happened to be sitting next to a couple of women who are all into to shares as well and we were sharing articles wow. and things we'd read and I was like, that oh, was wow. actually really cool. Yes. Cool. Yes. I, mean, I wouldn't have met them if I hadn't put myself out there and actually left <laughs> yeah. my home and went outside and gone to an event. So it's small things like that, putting yourself in places where the people you want to meet yeah. would go. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. a good hack actually. Like yeah, exactly. Get yourself out there. And, even if it's some free yeah. events, even yep. if it's just asking a friend if they know anything that's happening in the city mm-hmm. or Google even, like just googling whatever area and then events or companies or whatever yeah. and see yeah. how it goes yeah I, well listening i think you raised such an interesting point which is like you're just going to put yourself out there whether or not like it's something that you whether it's hard for you to find the passion itself right but mm. you you just have to initiate first you first have to just to engage get started yeah. to, to just get started yeah. at something and then after at the journey itself then you kind of redefine your passion itself yeah. Right, you, you exactly. Of, it's constant journey of yeah. constant iteration, constant feedback loop. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It, it perhaps might not be like a journey where oh, that is like the fixed de- destination that you want to be, mm-hmm. and then there's like oh, there's a direct line to there, and I'm I'm going to do this step A B C D. It could be like maybe a blurry journey there, but you at least take the first step of doing something, mm. and then that leads to something, and then it comes off making it a bit more clearer of what your passion is going to be about. 
Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. More things people can do even is like, well, I actually got get a lot out of it. I'm just beginning to do this now that uni's done and I've got a bit of a pause is actually reaching out to people on LinkedIn. I'm not sure mm. how many people do this, but if you just mess- message someone who's, you know, in a company you're interested in or in an industry you're interested in, just be like, hey, um, I've got a background in this and you know, I'd love mm-hmm. to buy your coffee. Just, you know, 20, 30 minutes, I'd love to hear about your experiences, any advice you have. I'm yes. interested in, you know, the industry that you're in or something like that. And that's such yeah. a good way. I've had people make introduct- introductions for me yes. to other people they know. Yes. Yeah. Like a little while back, I was really <laughs> into like venture capital. So I reached out to someone at one of the major VC firms. And she's oh, like, nice. yeah, of course, I can, I can make some time. And then I told her I was going to go work at um, at, at Optus. And yeah. she goes, oh, they have a, a, a VC branch called Innovate. Uh, she goes, I can actually make an introduction for you for a lady I know who works there. She might be able oh, to help wow. you out with some experience. So she just made that connection for me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. Yes. All I had to do was, you know, 20 seconds on LinkedIn, send a uh-huh. you know, 200 whatever character mes- message it is and max out every character. That's right. And that was it. Yeah. So it's something as cheap as a couple bucks for a coffee. <laughs> like, I think that's well worth it. And that's when you start meeting people and getting an idea of, well, what's in the industry? Yes. Is this where I want to go? So, that's, yes. Yeah, getting some ideas. That's right. That's right. Actually, I would like to add to that as well because yeah. I, I absolutely love that. Yeah. I, have, I have another uh, <laughs> experience on messaging people on LinkedIn. Uh, I think it was last year. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was interested in a particular job. And then the job has a poster. And then, it, it, so it's a, from a management consulting company. I was into management consulting. Mm-hmm. So it was one of the companies that I really want to go, which is Ben. Uh, and then in a, in a poster, it has testimonials from different people, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to find out. I'm going to connect. Yeah, we stop them up. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. stop them up. I'm going to go to each testimonial. <laughs> so I remember there were four testimonials. Mm. I connected to all four of them. And obviously, I, you know, I put messages and all that. Only one came back, so it was fine. It was oh, fine. Yeah, some people just don't check their LinkedIn or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But and I was just asking a few questions about the application process and all that, and then we were just asking here and there. And she was also from UNSW, you know, from Australia as well. But she's really back in Indonesia at that point of time, mm-hmm. so I wasn't able to meet her per se. But she actually managed to also connect me to another person who ha- who she happened to work with but went on an exchange in Sydney, Australia. Oh. So she connected me to another person. Mm. And, and, and we actually, you know, we talked and then I also did my application process. Mm. And I think because uh, at that point of time where the poster was for, it was actually for a seminar, mm-hmm. but uh, somehow the seminar got cancelled and then the oh. HR actually has to message uh, me personally and you know try to connect me to this uh, this person that I actually already connected oh, with oh wow that's too good <laughs> that is too good right and then, and then and then the HR already realized that I was already reaching out to them yeah and so the HR uh, suddenly just you know processed me through the recruitment process like right away mm. and and also know that I'm very keen for the job you know mm. because I actually am reaching out to people exactly and not only that I, I reach out to the people that uh, you know that was here in Sydney Australia and I managed to get a lot of good tips because mm. they are the one who actually are in the company themselves. Exactly, yeah. Managed to meet them like twice actually to actually have a good wow. uh, case practice and here and there. And that that also managed to make me get into uh, a, f- a few stages of the recruitment process mm. which I honestly think wouldn't have been able to if I weren't to have actually done the first step 
exactly. which is what you said you know getting just yourself you out there yeah. and messaging people because sometimes we're just so scared to like oh, it's a stranger <laughs> try oh, and get yeah, yourself right. out there yeah. it's a bit of a comfort yeah it's yeah, stepping out of know. your comfort zone yeah. you never but, know who, who they know the, the thin thread threads that you might meet someone and then I know, right? they might be able to open um, yeah, introduce you to someone or suggest something that completely changes yes. you know, where yes. you're headed yeah. exactly yes. So I think when when you mentioned you know just messaging yeah. people like I'm like I vouch for that. Oh yes. yeah, obviously don't go around. have some like you know a bit of a strategy around who you're going yeah. like who you're messaging and obviously being polite. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And you also did. I think we did quite almost the same thing. I mean, we we kind of reconnected because you you saw. Yeah, my I saw LinkedIn. the post on LinkedIn because I'm sometimes I'm just scrolling through. Yeah. I just see what's happening around. So yes. I'm like, oh, that's actually really cool. I'll just let Nikki know. Yeah. I know, and then a few days later, you're here. Doing yeah. the podcast with us, yeah, exactly. so I mean, like that kind of goes in the loop. I know, exactly. <laughs> wow, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty crazy. When, when I see you, when I hear with you guys, I hear that I think when you do something, you didn't really like expect so many of the things that can that can help you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. kind of just do it and. Coincidentally, it kind of helped you with like linking to another thing, to another yes. thing, to another thing, and somehow it just like connected. Mm. And like, yeah, I think it's like to just go forth with like whatever that you like and whatever that you think yeah. that should be the way of going forward, and then like let 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 I don't know what fear yeah. or whatever yeah. along happen. the way you're learning, you're yeah. meeting people, you're getting ideas. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Like having the courage to take the first step, and then somehow you're actually making your own luck. Exactly. Right? You're really exactly. making your own luck. Like things just got lucky. Like finding your passion could be really a lucky thing. Exactly. Some people just say, I just gave it a tr- tried this out or tried this application out or whatever and they yes. just yeah. enjoyed it. I'm like, Unless you enjoy it. Exactly. Yeah. And you stumble upon it and you're like, wow, I didn't know that this, this is something that I, I'm passionate about. Yeah. But at least you're putting yourself out there, trying new things, you know, exactly. connecting with people. Yeah. yeah, I think that's like a lot of good hacks. Like yeah. I think people, yeah. listeners, right here that's also figuring it out. As much as we are learning this as well, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. this is something that you can practically do. Mm. Even like tomorrow, like after this podcast is ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. When I'm listening, there's one thing that actually re- rec- that I recalled, which is. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you know. It's about the Steve Jobs. Oh yes, connecting the dots, looking backwards. I don't oh, sure whether yeah, you heard yeah. about that. Uh-huh. About one of it's the incredible. yeah, the, the speech by Steve Jobs, where he he was just like, I don't know. I think he did one of the classes. I'm not sure what's the name. Typography, I think. Typography. Yes. Oh yeah. 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 Your passion is typography. Can you believe yeah. that? It's just yeah. the most random thing. The Japanese minimalism <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then after that, uh, a few years later, after he developed all this great products and Apple and all that you kind of able to use that knowledge yeah, back, back to this and create this awesome product yeah but if you hadn't tried random things it might not have come together exactly yes and he always said like you can't connect the dots looking backwards you, you can't connect the dots looking forward sorry oh yes yeah looking forward <laughs> yeah. can't connect the dots looking forward you can only connect them looking backwards exactly it's just trying things out meeting people yeah yes and now we are trying to find that like we are are making that dot even though it's we do not know where it's going to lead you need to have the courage to at least make the first dot and then the next dot will go to the second dot and so on and so forth and somehow at the end you find you find your purpose and then you look back oh, and then you realize something you've created along yes. the way and you're just like that's it <laughs> yes. Yes. this is it <laughs> this is it not then what I you... expected yes. not what I expected but that's the dots yeah. <laughs> and that's the footpath yeah. and I think a lot of people actually have like the fear of like 
making a first dog because people don't see like how is this first dog ever gonna leave yeah, yes. do I enjoy always. it do I enjoy it yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like just give it a try it. you never know exactly and like people are just so afraid to make like that dot anyway because like ah maybe it's, it's not meant to be you know maybe it's not meant to be maybe I'm supposed to do whatever that I'm supposed to do right now but I'm not happy now but I don't know what else and people are just like afraid to try and yeah. I think they yeah. just try to make that make that first dot yeah. yeah I think that will be like the key message yeah. For this episode, <laughs> have the courage to make the first move. You know, make the first dot. Be it yeah. going yourself out there to meet new people yeah. or try different things. Yeah, or even yeah. just read some news articles yes. or YouTube. Like you've got so many resources at our fingertips. You know? I know. There's no excuse not to not to. Not to <laughs> there know. is no excuse. Like... Yes, definitely. <laughs> Uh, and I think we can conclude this episode. Uh, mm. Thank you so much again for Lar- uh, Larissa for coming over, oh, sharing thank your you. I've had some great ideas as well. <laughs> <laughs> sharing your wisdom, we really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, if you haven't uh, follow our Instagram page, please follow our Instagram page mm-hmm. at Quarter Life Hack. Uh, we also like to hear your reviews, so if you can review, uh, maybe direct message us or if you like to review it in Apple Podcasts that will be amazing give a whatever star that you think that you like uh, five star, five star. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we hope that you guys actually take away a lot from this episode yes. uh, and we'll see you guys next time peace